0: Listening to KAYT FM, Gina, Alexandria, 88.1, K255BT, Monroe, West Monroe, 98.9 FM, K223BI, Greenwood, Shreveport, 92.5 FM, KQJO, St. Joseph, Louisiana, Natchez, Mississippi, 99.3 FM and k261eb lake charles 100.1 fm and online at www.kaytfm.com the heart and soul of central louisiana praise the lord everybody This is the Restoring Faith broadcast and I am Dr. Christopher Manuel, pastor of the Smyrna and Maranatha Seventh-day Adventist churches in Alexandria. We desire to present the Gospel message of Jesus Christ to a dying world in these final moments of Earth's history. And now, today's broadcast. The next session will discuss those kingdoms that were uprooted. So, let's talk about the ten and then we're going to talk about the three that were uprooted. Are you ready? The Visigoths represents Spain. Anglo-Saxons, where we get our Anglos from, represents England. The Franks represents France. Alenami, uh- uh- Al- 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 well it's really Illuminati, no, they, don't, they don't want to put it there, it's Illuminati, represents Germany. Mm-hmm. The Burgundians represents Switzerland. The Lombards represents Italy. Suvi represents Portugal. Herali, they got uprooted. Ostrogoths, they got uprooted. And the Vandals, they got uprooted. Uh-oh, go to back to verse 8 of Daniel 7. It's going to tell us who the Antichrist is. Verse 8 of Daniel 7 tells us who the Antichrist is. Let's read it together. Verse 8, I was considering the horns. Are you there? Yeah. And there was another horn. A, a big horn? No, a little one coming up among them before whom the three of the first horns were what? Plucked out by the roots, it wasn't just cut off, they were plucked up by the roots, and there in this horn, ooh, look at here, were eyes, the eyes of a man, and a mouth speaking pompous words. So, is this a literal person? Can you see this person? No. So where where does the kingdom that it rules at? It's in Western Europe, but it takes care of a whole territory because it's covering 10 kingdoms. Three of them got uprooted and and seven are still strong. Are you with me tonight? Ain't no need to be scared because God can take care of his people anywhere. Isn't that right? He can take care of his people anywhere. Let's go to number six. I hope y'all enjoy this tonight. In Daniel 7, in in the Daniel 7 prophecy, we need to know what happens next. What happens next? We just read the text right there. So what happens next? It tells us that the little horn, you see that? His power appears next. Well, what type of power? You might wanna write this question in there. What type of power does the little horn have? Hmm, you may wanna write that in there. What type of power? Remember, he has eyes. He come up, he uprooted stuff, huh? Amongst the 10? And we're talking about Rome now. Now, when you go back to Daniel chapter two, thank you, Holy Ghost. When we go back to Daniel chapter two, we're talking about the feet of the image. That's wrong, because clay and iron can't go together. Are we we together? So the little horn power appears next. We must identify it carefully because the biblical characteristics identify it as the antichrist of prophecy and history. There must be no mistake in making this identification. Here it goes, number seven. Does the Bible, does the who everybody? Does the Bible give clear points identifying the antichrist? This is where we are today. Because we have labeled folk and we haven't given any biblical background on where it come from. This is where we need to be. And the answer to that is yes. You might want to just turn your sheet over there. It says, yes, God's words gives us nine. How many characteristics, everybody? Nine Nine characteristics of the Antichrist in Daniel 7. So we can be certain of his identity. Now, now now it's given a gender. You see that? Because before we didn't know. Because now, remember, it's a system. And whoever validates the system, you got to give in to their agenda and their agenda. I don't now, y'all know what I'm talking about now. And even though some might find these truths painful, we must be honest enough to accept them as his revealed will. Now, let's, let's, let's go ahead and discover these nine points. Here it comes, A. It says the little horn will come up among them come up with among the three. Remember, it uprooted them, right? We talked about that earlier. That is, from among the 10 horns that were the kingdom of the Western Europe, Daniel 7, 8. So it would be a little kingdom somewhere where? In Western Europe. So we know it's not in the United States. It's not in Africa. It's not in Australia. It's in Western Europe on another continent. Are you with me? Number B, here we go, nine characteristics. This is characteristic number two. It would have a man at his head who would speak for it. Go back, go back to verse 8. Now, we got to make it clear. Where does it say that at? In the latter part of verse 8, part D. And there in this horn were eyes like the eyes of a man and a mouth that speaks what? Pompous things. Yeah. You know, they vote people up in different offices these days. And that's how he got his power. So let's go on. Part C. It would pluck out and uproot three kingdoms. And what were those three kingdoms that were uprooted? Herolites, yes. the Ostrogoths, yes. and the Vandals. Keep that in mind. You're going to see that again. You're going to see that again. Part D, we're going to go to verse 24 of Daniel 7, verse 24 of Daniel 7, so we can go ahead and look at part D and check it out. Part D says, it will be different from the other ten kingdoms. What does it say? What does the Bible say? That then the ten horns are what? Ten kings who shall arise from this kingdom, and another shall rise after them. He shall be different from the first ones. And shall what? Subdue three kings. Now, this horn that's coming up must be a bad boy. Yes, yes. Woo! Let's go to the next one. Look at verse 21 and verse 25 of Daniel 7. It would make war with the persecuted saints. Yes. Let's find out why. How are you going to fight people? What's all this about? Verse 21 and 25. I was watching, and the same horn was making war against the saints. Are you there in the text? Yes. And prevailing against them until, okay, then you, you see it was prevailing against them. That means he was winning. Go to verse 25. Verse 25 says, he shall speak pompous words for the Most High. Yes. No, against the Most High. And shall what? Persecute the saints of the Most High. And shall intend to do what, everybody? Change times and laws. We see that today. Then the saints shall be given into the hands. all oh, for a time, time and a half a time. Oh, my goodness. What in the world going to happen? You got to stay, stay with me. got to stay with me. F, it would emerge from pagan Roman Empire, the fourth kingdom. What is the fourth kingdom, everybody? It's Rome, there you go, there you go, you own it, you own it, stay on it now, here comes G, God's people, the saints, will be given into his hand for a time, time, and half a time, that's what it talked about in Daniel, Just we just read that in Daniel 7 and 25, let's go to H, it will speak great words against or blaspheme God, yeah. verse 25, let's go back there so you can see the emphasis it's put on, it says, he shall speak pompous words against the most high and shall persecute the saints of the most high and shall intend to change times and laws. That's what the text says. Here we go. Uh Uh-oh. Revelation 13, 5. The Bible says the same power speaks great things and blasphemies. Here come I. It would intend to change times and laws. What are some significances that we can see today that times and laws have already been changed? What are some of those today, everybody? What are some of the significances? Come on. Oh, well, that times and laws have changed. The Sunday law. Oh, Sunday law. Sunday they change. The they cha- they're changing the day of worship. What else? Mm-hmm. Huh? Come on. It's more than just that. You got to. You got to get it out of that. You just get. You can't stay there. What else? They change. Oh, exactly. they like saving times. They. They change that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that they change times and laws to. Everybody. Because watch, probably what, in October, November, they're gonna change the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, keep that in mind. they take out one of the... They changed the commandments, there you go, there you go, because in their catechism, I'm telling you something what we studied in seminary, in the catechism, when you look at the fourth commandment from scripture, it's 98 words when it talks about the Sabbath. But when you read the catechism, it's only eight. Are you with me tonight? Amen. This is something that's this is deep, y'all. Don't forget, all these identification points come directly from the Bible. They are not some human opinion or speculation. Historians could tell you quickly what power is being described because these points fit only one power: the papacy. But in order to be certain, let's carefully exam- let's examine these nine points. Let's let's take each point apart. We got time, y'all. We got about ten more minutes. Here we go. Does the papacy fits these points? Do it fit? We could say yeah, but we need to find out. Go deeper. Let's find out how. It came up among how? The ten kingdoms. Remember, the little horn uprooted what? The three. Keep that in mind. It uprooted the three, and it came up itself, and it had what? Eyes of a man, and it spoke stuff against God. Keep that in mind. It did that, right? And where is it geographically located? Western, Western Europe. Europe. Oh, y'all all right. It would, okay, B, it would have a man at his head who speaks for it. The papacy meets this identified mark because it does have one man at the head. And who is his name, everybody? The Pope. Can't be scared of it. That's what it is. That's the system. The man is not bad, but the system is. Let's go see. You don't have C on your paper because it messed up. C is this. What are the three kingdoms that were plucked up? The three kingdoms that were plucked up was the Herolites, the Ostrogoths, and the Vandals. Keep that in mind, because that little horn did some bad stuff. And guess what? His work not done. His work not done. He going yeah, to mess with the Saints of the Most High, so just get ready. That's why we got to be prayed up, church. We got to be prayed up. Part D. Part D. It will be different from the other kingdoms. The papacy clearly fits the description as it came upon the scene as a what? Religious power and was different from the secular nature of the 10 kingdoms. So they they, they 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 separated themselves. Are you with me, everybody? Yeah. They became a religious power, but not a secular power. But what happened later on, they came together yeah. <laughs> to disguise itself. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be a good, boy, this thing going to get good and good, I tell you. Here it is. E, it would make war with the persecuted and will persecute the saints. Oh, that the church, <laughs> that the church did persecute is a well-known fact. Yeah. And the papacy admits doing so historians believe the church destroyed at least 50 million lives over matters of religious conviction. And there are some quotes right here. 50 million. That's more than World War I. Did you hear what it said to you? That's more than World War I. Lord help us. Here's the quote. That the church of Rome has shed more innocent blood than any other institution that has ever existed among mankind will be questioned by no Protestant who has a competent knowledge of history. Oh, so we can't question the church? Mm -hmm. Oh, because remember during the times, the times of the the times, they chained the Bible to the pulpit. Mm -hmm. You're not supposed to know that. You're not supposed to read the Bible because it was written in Latin. You're not supposed to know that. And it came all down through these years. You got people that, they, I'm going to ask my pastor, no, I'm going to read for myself, because the Bible says yeah. Paul wrote, study to show you're self-approved. Yeah. You self approved you do not need no man tell you nothing unless you're not studying your Bible. That's right. Am I right, or right? That's right? Let's move on. Here's the second quote. You have it right there. In the history of the Inquisition of Spain, D. Ivan Antonio um, Lorente, he provides these figures from the Spanish Inquisition alone. 31,912 persons were condemned and perished in flames. And 241,450 were condemned to serve penances. Penances. Yikes. That's a lot of people serving penances. Penance? Yeah, y'all don't talk about it. Words of care and concern. Lest anyone should think that we are attacking fellow Christians by identifying the little horn, please keep in mind that the prophecy is aimed at a system. You see that? not at people, and not individuals. There are sincere devout Christians in all churches, including the Catholic faith. Daniel 7 is simply a message of judgment and correction upon a large religious institution that compromised with paganism, and many other churches have also done. Many other churches are compromising the very truths of the word of God. That's why Jesus said, you 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 serve me out of tradition. I don't want to be bothered with that. That's not Jesus. He said, I don't we bother? Prophecy reveals faults of all faiths. We got six prophetic minutes left. Other prophecies point out the faults of the Protestant and Jewish faiths. God has true people in some religions, in all religions. He has true people in all religions. His true people will always humbly accept the correction of the Lord and will not shut their ears and hearts against him. We should be faithful that God's word speaks with impartiality, honesty on every subject. Every subject. My goodness. Here's F. Here we go. When you have the prophetic time, a time equals one year according to Bible prophecy. Times equals